With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, guys, and thank you all so much for joining us for another live and exciting, exciting show right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. You are tuned into Outspoken. I am your host, Andre Davis, and as always, alongside my co-host, Miss Tony Hall. Yay! How are you doing today, Tony? I am doing blessed. You're blessed? I'm highly favored. Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm blessed and highly favored as well, and we have with us a guest on today's show, Mr. Uh, AJ. I believe he's a friend of yours. Uh, he is Tony? a friend of mine. How are you doing today, AJ? Doing great for a Monday? What is, what is it about Mondays? You know, is it always... It just gets to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, we well, we seen you kind of strolling in, man, and you, like you was kind of uh, quarreling about the show or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, this. You looked interesting. You know, so I say, hey, out, AJ, come yeah, on over. Outspoken is a variety talk show with the coverage of sports, campus news, worldwide news, and entertainment. So, uh, this is a this is an outspoken show. You got any type of uh, issues, or concerns, anything you wanna uh, you wanna talk about? So we're gonna uh, jump right off into it with sports. Um, the Trump tweets uh, this weekend. Yes. Uh, with the uh, with the NFL players, we're gonna kind of for this uh, quick little segment, AJ. We're gonna kind of do this like a little Q and A. Is that is that okay with you? Okay, cool. So your thoughts on on uh, Donald Trump and the tweets that he that he put out this weekend. Twitters, you don't see them tweeting about things like this. It's only America, it's only Donald Trump. Like, you see that other countries take, they don't take Americans seriously. Like, mm-hmm. these are only the main reasons. I have friends that live in the UK, and they follow Donald Trump as entertainment. I don't talk about the president of the United States. You don't just follow him as entertainment. You, Hi. You, you see, you, they say they look, they look forward to his tweets because that makes that makes CNN, that makes their day. That brings a whole debate. They 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 tune into like Black Twitter, American Twitter. And they just right. they're entertaining for about a good five or six hours. So I'm just saying, like, man, Donald Trump, hey, that guy's a he's a he's a class act comedian. Okay, so I'm not the only this this I'm not the only one that it bothers. You know, yeah. when I see my my president, you know, tweeting more right. than than running this country, right. I, I just thought that was me. That's, yeah. that's not just me. It doesn't really bother me, but it's just like some of his topics and the way he does it. He does it like he's not the president, like he's a civilian, like he's a he's a reporter, he's a broadcaster. Okay. And, and that's you know, like I said, it's just man, it's it's just funny. Looking from the outside, oh man, it's just like prom. It's like free comedy right there. Something something to pay for. Well, well, a lot of things that he put was definitely comedy to me until this last weekend. Then is when it kind of raised the eyebrow because of specifically uh, what he's talking about. So with. Uh, with the protest, and we all know, and dating back to last year in August, why Colin Kaepernick decided to kneel before the, uh, during the national anthem in the first place. And now we fast forward another year later, it's obvious that we're still talking about this situation. So specifically with Donald Trump, you know, the tweets that he uh, that he put out this uh, weekend, you know, attacking the owners and attacking the coaches of the NFL of the NFL, basically saying that any player that 
that kneels during national anthem, one should be called SOBs, and then they should be fired. That tweet alone, it really just, it really just raised some eyebrow for me, man. So when you hear that and when you think about that, like, what is, how does that speak to you? I have like three things I want to say about that. One, if you have your president tweeting about all those things like that, and you know, just just talk, just behaving reckless, and you know, have no respect for the country, like it, that's the problem. Two, how does that make me feel? I mean, like you know, he it's aimed, it's aimed towards a whole, just one one set of like, is is racism, is racism, but you know, he thinks it's just like it's it's, it's a gen, it's generic, but it's not. And he tried to justify it, but you know, there's there's nothing you could do to justify that. You call the, uh, you know, the only person that's kneeled is Colin Kaepernick, and that was the only, you know, he's the only one. So he, that was direct. It was he's basically shooting his shot in slugs without saying Colin Kaepernick, but he described Colin right. Kaepernick. Right, right, right. So, and it, I, was, I was saying like, man, that's 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 like, man, that's a a big low blow. Yeah, that's and, a and huge it, low blow. It like, is. I just can't believe it. And the crazy thing is, some of these um, owners that supported him. Some of them are like questioning, you know, because they gave yes. a million dollars to mm. inauguration. Mm. Some of them are like, <laughs> "Can I get my money back?" Well, <laughs> refund. Well, the thing is with the owners, I'm gonna get to the owners in a minute. But as far as the kneeling, I feel like people are get, getting this confused in terms of why Colin Kaepernick decided to kneel yes, during the national anthem in the first place. That, remember, it, we need to remember at first Colin Kaepernick was sitting during the national anthem. I believe like the first couple of games. He decided to kneel after that in respect for the veterans of the flag. So a lot of people get that confused in terms of him kneeling for the national anthem. Him kneeling for the national anthem was actually out of respect for the veterans because he was actually sitting at first. Now, in terms of the owners, that that just really bothered me what I saw on Sunday. You know, the owners and the coaches and the players just locking arms uh, during the game and everything like that because – the idea of the protest of the national anthem, in my opinion, has now been hijacked by Donald Trump, by NFL owners, yes. and by coaches as well, because yes. we're forgetting the overall message as to why Colin Kaepernick decided to kneel in the first place. It had nothing to do with the flag itself. It was about what the flag was supposed to represent, or the lack thereof in the, within the African-American community. Right. And one thing I heard, like, today when I was watching, like, when I was just driving, they were like, cause you know, like not to be talking but like the the y'all know when the um Star Spangled, like the whole the national anthem was actually created. It was created in 1814 during a time when slaves were still like yeah. very much legal. Mm-hmm. So like you know, people just they they mis they misconstrue the the whole like you know he's not like I said to me he's not going against the it's just going for what it stands for. Cause yeah, it's, it's it's not it's not living to the standard it's standing for, and that's why he, that's why I believe. People have their they have their radical views and like oh no oh my goodness he's he's racist he's he's not respecting the he's not you know he's not respecting the, the flag he doesn't not, not like that's not that's not the message he's trying to put out the message he's putting out is a the um, things are not going right in this country and it needs to stop before it gets to a point of no return he's just trying to bring awareness to that but like I said you have some radicals right. and people that they misconstrue his his protest not not even protest his um. His, how can I even say it? his demonstration, hmm. and they, they misconstrue it and they they make it they turn it back as a backlash towards him. Right, right. Now, Tony, when you saw all this on Sunday, mm-hmm. or even when you just heard about this, just the overall message within itself, like how did that how did that speak to you? It it just hurt. Um, honestly, I was in my bed 
and I got a notification from CNN. And then I read, I went and I read the story, and I was just like, ah, this this can't be right. Like this is this this is not true. Like none of this can't be true. <laughs> but the more you read into it, it's just like oh, it's true. It's true. No, it's hundred percent true. Let me it's, go back. No, it's hundred percent true. The more I get as I was reading to it, it, it just it was like it had to have been April Fool's. It was just for you to call somebody that, like, nah, man, that's not. He's called people worse. Yeah, well, I know. Has. I know. And the crazy thing is, this is not even the worst. Like, it's not even the worst. It's it's, no reprimanding him. It is, and the thing is, the problem is with owners. Owners, I should say billionaires, yeah, don't like to be told what, what to, to do. do. Exactly. You think about it because I want to jump down to uh, the, uh, the Sunday when the Dallas Cowboys uh, played on Sunday. We saw before the game yeah. when they when Jerry Jones was out there and they decided to kneel, but they kneel before the national anthem. And then once the national anthem started, you know, they rose up and then they stood for the national anthem. So there's this big controversy, you know, with the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones because they're like, okay, well, you kneel. Well, what did you kneel for? Because when it was time for the national anthem, you stood up. The reason why I don't have a problem with that is because Jerry Jones, unlike any other NFL owner, you know, in the NFL until Donald Trump tweeted this weekend, Jerry Jones has made it clear hey, if you're going to play for the Star, if you're going to play for the Dallas Cowboys, you're not going to kneel during the national anthem. Now, we'll kneel in response to Donald Trump's tweets, you know, that attacked us in terms of NFL NFL owners right. and, uh, and players. Right. We'll kneel in unity because of that. And that's what they did on Sunday before the national anthem. But in terms of kneeling for the national anthem, oh, no. He made, he's made, Jerry Jones has made that clear. You're not gonna. You're if you're gonna play for this organization during the national anthem, you're gonna be standing out of respect for the veterans, yeah. out of respect for the flag, and that's what you're gonna do. And in in that instance, I don't have a problem with that because at least him as an owner, unlike any other any other NFL owners, he has actually came forward with right. what he wants. And I believe we have another guest, uh, Vincent. Vincent, guy. what's up, Vincent? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You doing good? Hi, boyfriend. <laughs> what's your classification? Junior. You're a junior? Mm-hmm. What's your what were you studying? Mechanical engineer. Mechanical engineer. I know your schedule is it's hectic. hectic. Yes, is it? Oh Lord. God bless you and God keep you in his most powerful name, man. So uh <laughs> we're glad to have you here on, on the outspoken here on the Open Mic Broadcast you. Network. I know you was here with us uh not last week, but the week before last. Yeah. Um, we had, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, so, um, so no, stuff. parties. Parties. <laughs> it was the... Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, we was. Yes. Oh, twerking at parties. Twerking at parties. Twerking there parties. we go. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> so uh, we got a lot of stuff to we got a lot of stuff to get into here, man. We're going to go uh, commercial-free here for this entire hour. We got a lot of stuff to get into. I wanted to just kind of get to the get to the heavy stuff, the serious stuff first, because we got the fun stuff coming later on yeah, throughout the show. Definitely. But I know before the show you said that you wanted to talk on the sports and everything like that. So before we move on with the sports, we've been talking about uh, Donald Trump and the tweets that he said this weekend. I'm pretty sure that you um, pretty much up to date as much as possible on that. So, uh, what's, man, what was your overall thoughts, you know, just when you read it, when you heard about it, you know, when you heard the little buzz about it and anything like that? What I really think about it. Like how uh, AJ said earlier, it's just all it's it's, it's all entertainment. I, I see it as entertainment to mm-hmm. him. I'm about to say he's not really worried about you know 
all the major stuff that's going on. He's right. worried about this little bitty thing that's little to nothing. Really? It's really little to nothing. Like, I just, yeah. I can't believe it. Like, can you seriously believe someone that's supposed to be the the leader of the free world is just saying stuff like this? Man, well, well, at the end of the day, and like I say, my biggest thing from this entire from this entire uh, tweets and everything like that, just everybody forgetting the overall message that yes. was sent by yes. Colin Kaepernick a year ago on August 26th and August 28th when he did it the first two times a year ago. And here we are again a year later still talking about it but forgetting the overall message. Right. I can't count the number of times where I went down my, uh, my, my Twitter and all I saw was, but well, he's disrespecting the flag, or not kneeling, uh, not kneeling for the flag is 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 just uh, not or not standing for the flag is just so disrespectful. You're not understanding that he's not disrespecting the flag. No, it has nothing to do with the flag. Veterans didn't die for a piece of cloth that you can buy at Walmart. Right. They die for what the flag is supposed to be. It's supposed to represent, yes. which is not being represented within the African American community. Like um, my just talking about it, like my heart is like. Like, it's increasing because I'm just so frustrated with the fact that people are forgetting the true meaning of the protest. Like, I was watching, um, I think the girl named Tommy, and um, I was listening to what she was saying about how everyone is disrespecting the flag. You know, she had her opinions. I mean, we can't be mad at her for her opinions at all. But at the same time, I felt like she was just talking. Like, you can't forget the true reason behind the protest. This ain't. This, this has zero. Th- this has nothing. To it do has with nothing the flag. to do with disrespecting the flag. Like nothing at all. Now, now we're gonna jump down to uh, LeBron James. Um, before the, during this weekend, uh, it was his whole. Uh, before Donald Trump, he tweeted. You know, to Steph Curry. This boy in this Twitter. With, uh, with <laughs> he on a Twitter jail. They need to bring Twitter jail back. They, they, you know, they. You, I heard that they up that they moved up the characters to like two forty or something like that. Really? I don't know how true it is. Wow, I haven't got the update on my Twitter yet, but somebody told me that. yesterday that they uploaded. I said the last thing we need to give Trump is more it's words more to say. That's the last thing oh, we need to give him more oh, characters. But well, what we were saying, so he, so Donald Trump tweeted uh, to Steph Curry because before. There was this whole thing with the Golden State Warriors, and specifically with Steph Curry, that he kind of hesitated uh, to say whether or not as to you know if he was going to go to the White House or not. Right. Even though we already knew Steph Curry ain't about to go to the White House because wow. of who's in the White House. So of course, you know that made Donald Trump mad. You know, so of course he tweeted out and said that well, uh, being uh, going to the White House uh, as a champion is an honor. Yes. Steph Curry, you know, he's hesitating on on this invitation. Therefore, invitation is withdrawn. I and then so he put hard. a little exclamation mark on it too to show so that he's yelling, you know, when he says it. I, I definitely like. say on that. he's so big on saying, you know, they bringing this out, but even though like, I'm bring but go to NFL wise, and New England Patriots is my favorite team, but nobody didn't say nothing with Tom Brady didn't go to the White House to see oh. Obama. Mm-hmm. I about to say, but why you have so much of an issue with this, man? Because you got because we got a president that when he he has to be right. I think he's gone. No matter no matter what. But then the thing is, and well, when when we get to LeBron, now LeBron tweeted in response to that. You know, he stood with Steph Curry. And he called. He basically called Donald Trump a bum. He said, "Man, you bum." 
Steph Curry had already decided that he wasn't going to go to the White House. So how right. you going how you going to uninvite somebody that was never going in the first place? Right. <laughs> like how you going to do that? What I think I I think I retweeted that. I know I did retweet that because that that really just that that really that really excited me. You know, there's always this until now there's been this whole issue that athletes can't have can't be politically and socially conscious as to what's going on in the world. I'm pretty sure y'all seen the tweets. You know, people telling people telling guys like uh, LeBron James and Steph Curry and, and, and any other athletes that stood up and spoke out that that spoke out to what's going on politically and socially in the world exactly to 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 stay in the athlete's place. You know, you're making a million dollars. You know, you sh- you should just shut up and play ball. Yeah, I, I mean, saw someone called seriously. selfish. Seriously, I saw that. So you mean tell me that that. because I make a million dollars doing what I love to do, I can't be politically and socially conscious as to what's going on in society? It's making me like a puppet, basically. Exactly. Making you a puppet. Just like exactly, just like that. So when I when I read that and when I saw that, man, that just that I I, just broke my heart. I'm not gonna lie. Like it just breaks my heart. Like I said, um, they want them to stay in an athlete's place. They're over here calling them selfish for just doing stuff. Like, it's just crazy. I, I just I just hate what the world is becoming. And I feel like every single day it's getting worse and worse and worse. It really is. I'm just like if I I'm I'm not gonna lie, like I'm scared for my kids. Like I'm afraid for them to live in this kind of world, in this kind of world, because you just—I know you never know what's gonna happen. But nowadays, you never know what's gonna happen. Your child could be could be literally the next hashtag. I agree. I agree. So we're gonna keep the show rolling. Andre Davis alongside Tony <laughs> Tony Hall. Hall. You are listening to Outspoken right here on the Open Mic Broadcast. Network and as well as I guess here Vincent. for the show. Hi, Vincent. Vincent. <laughs> we definitely appreciate you coming on the show, man. So we're gonna keep the show rolling. Uh, there was two trades, two big trades that happened uh, this weekend. We got Dwayne Wade traded to the. Uh, you got he signed with the Cavaliers this weekend, and then you got I'm a Cavs fan all over again. <laughs> and then you got Carmelo. You got Carmelo. He signed with OKC. So you got so you got the duo. You got Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. You got the duo back together back again, together. and then you got Carmelo going to OKC. You know to add with Paul George and Russell Westbrook. That's already over there on that team. So we're going to start with uh, Dwayne Wade. You know going to the Cavaliers and Vincent. Since you're a guest on our show, I'm gonna let you speak first on this. So Dwayne Wade going to the Cavaliers. So what are your thoughts on that? I think that's going to be a, that's that's going to be a nice little team. You think so? Yeah, I really do. You know, because they already have chemistry and already played with each other over the years with LeBron and Dwayne Wade. So yeah, no, now, yeah, I say that's going to be a nice, going to be a good squad. Now I'm gonna ask you. This is the golden question that we have to ask. Now that okay, you know the Cavaliers they got rid of uh, they got rid of Kyrie Irving, but in return they accumulated Dwayne Wade, Isaiah Thompson. Uh, Crowder and Derrick Rose. They accumulated those four guys. So they got four. They got rid of one. Now that they have all those guys, remember, you still got Tristan Thompson. You still got Kevin Love. Right. And you still got LeBron James. So knowing what Cleveland has now, this is the golden question. Do they have enough now to beat 
Golden State. Because we already know Golden, it's going to be Golden State and Cleveland in the finals again. again. We already again. know that. It's going to be that's what, already, That's already you're, set in stone. We, are, we already know that. So, knowing that, Vincent, do Cleveland have enough to beat Golden State now? Mm, I, enough? I would say they have enough, but I would still say it's going to be a little bad. It's going to be a a war going on. Yeah, I agree. It's a war going on for that trophy. Other than you know what happened last year, I yeah, agree. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough fight. So it's gonna be a tough fight. Yes. So in the seven game seven game span, so we all know it's uh, seven games in the playoffs, right? Seven game span. Do you see Cleveland somehow winning that series within seven games? Seven games. You got seven games. If it was five, no, but. Seven games. Yep. You got seven games now. Mm-hmm. Do you think Cleveland can can finally win? Because in my opinion, if I'm LeBron James or if I'm somebody, if I'm on the outside looking in, I'm thinking, okay, now LeBron, you got no excuses now. You got Isaiah Thomas who averaged over 20-some points a game right. last year. You got D-Wade who can still get you 20-some points a game. Mm-hmm. And you got uh, Jay Crowder who can definitely, in my opinion, contribute to Cleveland defensively now because that's really what he's known for. I feel like they can take some of the pressure off LeBron. And on top of that, you got D. Rose, who's going to come off the bench. That's no that's no yeah. if, and, and bust about it. D. Rose is coming off the bench. That's no if, and bust about it. And then you got Kevin Love, and then you still got Tristan Thompson. So, in my opinion, I would say now, LeBron, you have no excuses. At all. You're the best player in the NBA. At all. Do they have enough to beat? Golden State. The Golden State Warriors. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I, I I'm a, I I love you, babe. I'm gonna take over real quick go because um go ahead. Look, that's what I was supposed to about. Um, I'm a I'm a LeBron James fan, no lie. But now that all these people, all these people, are on the Cavaliers team, mm-hmm. this is about to be a season to watch. Like I cannot wait to see LeBron and D Wade get back out there like like they never know, left each other. And you know what? I said the exact same thing. I said I'm not necessarily saying now okay, now D Wade has uh gone to Cleveland. I'm not saying now that they're gonna be Golden State. All I'm saying is now and along with Carmelo going to OKC, at least now my NBA season is not ruined. I, I'll exactly. say this. When oh Kevin God. Durant went to OKC, not OKC, when he went to Golden State, my NBA season was ruined. Because Very now much. you got Steph Curry, you got yeah. Kevin Durant, you got Draymond Green, Clay Thompson. My NBA that season is good. ruined. Very that's a, that's that a super good. team. Yeah, it is. Everything is ruined now. But this summer, things have changed. Okay, well, now I think I can enjoy this uh, this upcoming NBA season with Chris Paul going to the Houston Rockets to wow. join uh, James Harden. Yes. And now you got Paul George. He went to OKC, to OKC to join Westbrook. And Carmelo, he's now with OKC to join Westbrook. Now I'm like, and then Dwayne Wade going to Cleveland. This is beautiful. Everything is changing up. This is Ky- this is Ky- Kyrie Irving went to uh, went to uh, uh, Celtics. Yeah, the Celtics. I can't believe he went there though. I'm up here like, well, we yeah. That was that was that's a totally different story. That's another story for another day. Kyrie Irving just wanted to be the man. He now really he has, he has the opportunity. He, he was the man. He has the opportunity. LeBron came. He will face the Celtics. Will face Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals. They won't have enough to beat Cleveland to go to the NBA Finals. Not at all. Along with him and Alfred and uh, Alfred uh, Horford, Al Horford and uh, Gordon Haywood in Boston, they have enough to meet Cleveland they in the do. Eastern Conference Finals, but they won't have enough to make it over the make it over the hump. Really? So, so now let's jump. So now let's jump down to Carmelo. 
in the West. We already know the West is loaded. The West has been, yes, they had, the West has been loaded for years. And now that Carmelo has went to OKC, Chris Paul went to Houston, the West is is stacked. One, it's, it's, it's so stacked. I don't think I've ever seen it stacked so, Me uh, neither. And as long as I've been I'm living. I'm so excited. So, we got to watch the game together. Like, when, <laughs> when the season comes around. When, so, like, my question is, now that Carmelo has went to OKC, where do you rank them in the West? We already know who's number one, and that's and that's Golden State. We already know who's number one. But there's always been that fine line that, okay, now you got number, potential number two is going to be San Antonio. Uh, number three, uh, going off last year, is Houston. Houston had a chance to get past had had a chance to get past San Antonio, but it didn't work. So now that uh, now that we know that Carmelo is at OKC along with Westbrook, yep, and you got Paul George. Where, uh, Vince? I'm asking you, where would you rank them in the West? What would you rank? What would you rank them in the West now? I go, ooh. Remember, you got Westbrook, who averaged a triple-double last year, yeah, and he had 30-some points. Yeah, but what does that mean in the post-game? The post-game, that's still – I know, yeah. but that's why you got Paul George, who I personally feel like Westbrook, he won't average a triple-double this year no. because you got Paul George and Carmelo who can help you out with those rebounds, but they can also help you on the offensive side of the ball too. See, if you think about it, that's where OKC was lacking. Yes. He was pretty much going most of the points. You know, you, you – he didn't really have nobody to help him out. I mean, you had Victor Oladipo, but he got hurt. So he really had nobody to help. He really had nobody to help him out. But you add Carmelo Anthony, you add Paul George to the team. Both guys that can get you 20, at least twenty three, twenty four points a game. Do you still see them ahead of the Houston Rockets and San Antonio Spurs? No, no, no definitely no, not San Antonio. No. Definitely not Rockets. I still say the Rockets will still be a top contender. What? I'm gonna give them. You know what? Here, this is what we're gonna. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm about to settle it. Vincent, right now. I thought we was on the same team here, man. They gonna uh, be ranked uh, number seven. Uh, whoa, gave, whoa, gave, whoa! I gave. They're they gonna be ranked. You know what? what? We're really put money on this because what honestly, the, they're gonna be ranked. What is wrong seven. with y'all? You know what? Seven and eight. Seven. So seven. you put. So you putting the Memphis Grizzlies and you putting all these and you putting them over you us? Okay, see. With Russell Westbrook, it's gonna look, Paul George, it's gonna take Carmelo, a and gotta, that chemistry's got to it's, it's, it's got to form. It's, it's got to form. Oh, we we said the same thing when when uh when LeBron James joined Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh in, but in Miami. Minute, but it took them a minute. But they took them a minute. But they still made it to the NBA Finals. They just lost to my team, the Dallas Mavericks. But they don't. I'm from Dallas. What do you expect? Oh my God! Say, that game, that whole series, that that whole series, they had LeBron's mom over for answers. Bro, if y'all can see Andre's face, it's the funniest thing. I can understand you saying, okay, well, of course they're not going to be Golden State. We already know that. Of course they may not be two. I at least have them midway in the at least number five or four. You putting them at seven and eight? Yes. Okay, you know what? I'm going to change my number. I'm going to say six. Okay. You, do, you made a good sticking, point. I'm still sticking with eight. Okay. You can't. That's kind of far. These are not just role players when we're talking about Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. They're not just role players. They are playmakers. You're right. On one team. Seven and eight. Seven and eight. That's what we want. Seven and eight. Seven it's either going to be six, eight. seven, or eight. One, one of those three. I ain't saying nothing over five. But here's my thing. If you said like five, people, I, you said five. I can stick with you. Give, I can stick give with you. Give it a season. Give it a season. Next season, number three. 
two, three. Everything's going to change. Like, the people that you think are going to win, they're not going to win. That off the list. The underdogs are coming. That the off underdogs the are coming. What underdogs? The underdogs are coming. What underdogs? Uh, honestly, to me, okay, see, they're underdogs. You, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know. There were underdogs last year when, exactly. when Russell Westbrook was by himself. Exactly. Now you add Paul George and Carmelo, they're still underdogs? I just, and you, you know. got to remember, they still went, they still made it to the playoffs last year. I would say, I would call them underdogs last year, and I wouldn't say, okay, y'all not going to make the playoffs last year. Uh-huh. I mean, the way that Russell Westbrook is going, I mean, he's averaging 30-some points a game, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. There's no way he can continue that longevity-wise and make it to the playoffs. He did so. that. He made okay. He led OKC to the playoffs. They got they got kicked out by Houston, but they still made it to the playoffs they as did. an underdog team. Now you add Carmelo Anthony and Paul George. You smiling, but I still don't understand. Underdog seven and eight. You, what I, is wrong look, with you I'm two? just saying, give it some time. Time to give do, There's 82 time. games in the season. We ain't got nothing but time. Exactly. Give it time. But seven and eight, Tony. And yes. Vincent, yes. Andrea, Andrea. Seven and eight. Yes. Seven and eight in the West. In the West. So you put, bro, but you, the, like you said, the West is stacked now. It's competition time. I, like, I, it's competition time. Like, the Pauls are going to come out. That is competition. When you got Russell Westbrook, exactly. you got Paul George and Carmelo Anthony on one team. And I, I, I'm just saying, look, all these new trades that are happening, everybody needs to go ahead and build that chemistry. Because if you don't have that chemistry with your team, like, come on. And Westbrook was the star player for everything. So now he's got two other people that are star no. players no, no, coming no. in. No, yeah, that's, is, exactly how like, that's exactly how Now he plays. he's got a – you know he he's plays all, aggressive. He's an aggressive player. Like, he's like, I'm number in, one. In the West, you got the Mavericks. Uh-huh. You got Denver. You got Golden State. You got Houston. You got the Lakers, who, which I would say would be I don't know that number eight. I would say the Lakers, if anybody, would probably make that number eight seed. I, can, I, see, bring it up I can see Lonzo Ball, and I can see those no, guys I can, there. No, I can no, see him making the – no, I can see him making number eight. I can, no, they I can see, make no. number eight. They got enough talent on eight team to make number eight, no. at least number eight. But the thing about it, in the West, you got Memphis. You got the Minnesota Timberwolves, and who I feel would actually, if anybody, the underdogs actually moving up in the NBA, is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota, I would definitely agree with that one. Carl Anthony Towns and everybody that they got over there, and Andrew Wiggins, they they're they're forced to be uh, to be reckoned with. Then you got the New Orleans Pelicans, who, in my opinion, are really the underdogs. They can be so much better than what they are. Yes. You got arguably two of the top big men in the league on one team. That being DeMarcus Cousins and you got uh, Anthony Davis on one team. You got Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis on one team, mm-hmm. and you're still not making noise. Okay, and then you got OKC. You got the Phoenix Suns. You got the Portland Trail Blazers, Sacramento Kings, San Antonio, and Utah. And All you're right. telling me. Okay, look, <laughs> I told you I changed my number to six. Four. Six. Four, we got a deal. Six. No, okay, let's go. okay, let's go through four. Number one. Golden State. Number yeah. two, San Antonio. Okay. Number three, okay, let's just say Houston. Who's number four? If not OKC, who's number four? It's going out of out of – it ain't think. Utah. It ain't Phoenix. Okay. You can somehow well, I like argue the, the New Orleans. Phoenix stats from 2016 to 17. Oh, yeah, this is wrong. J.K. 
I cannot. But yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six, maybe. I'm gonna say maybe six. I can't. I, I can't. Give me five. Give me five and we'll move on. We'll see. Give me five and we'll move on. Okay, you know what? Just give me five. Six. Okay, now let's move on. <laughs> no, we're not moving on from this topic. I need five from one of you before we move on. We're about. Ooh, I don't think you can get a five out of me. That's, yeah. We are, we're 30 minutes past the hour right here on Outspoken, Andre Davis, Tony Hall, Vincent. <laughs> and we have so much more to get into here, but for some reason, they can't give me five. No. Andre, you are so OKC, So we ain't moving on. Andre, I come need on, five. don't be so stubborn. <laughs> Give me five. I need five. We're going to be up here forever. Give me five. We're still talking about this. I just give me five. You're right there. Uh, okay, here, here. Right I'll give you this. Give me five. Okay, if you can't give me five, give me 5.5. 5.9. Okay, how about this? If you can't give me five, then give me your top five then. Okay. Give me your top five. If, you can't give, if they can't be at five and they should be at six, give me the first five. And then, based on your five, I can agree or disagree. Okay, hold on. I'm going to steal this from me real Go quick. Ahead. So, my top five. We know Dallas ain't going to be in the five. No. Of course we not. know I'm Clippers so ain't going to be in the five. I will definitely. We know the Lakers okay. ain't going to be in the five. Let me see. Let me see. We know the Go Jazz. Ahead. Utah Jazz ain't going to be in the five. I, don't, I wouldn't put Memphis Grizzlies in the five. Yeah, you're right. You can, the only two teams, in my opinion, that you can possibly argue for that fifth seed is the New Orleans Pelicans. Or the Minnesota Timberwolves, or or I take that back, or Portland. You could possibly yeah. argue Portland with Damian Lillard and those yeah, guys. Yeah, that's there what too. I'm saying. I'm giving Portland a chance. Oh come on! But I, really, I just told you that. Dude. No, I'm so serious. I am, I am giving Portland a chance. Like they have so much potential. They have so much talent that's just not tapped into yet. Potential is cute. You that's, know what? Potential is very cute. Um, next on the the list of today's topic. Wow. Because we're gonna leave that. So out. I have to settle for six. Hey, I even told you, 5.9. Look, I'm, at least I said 5. You okay. Said, yeah, but I said, you I give really you a 5. 5.9. Okay, so you can't be at 5. Not you at got, all. what's the, what's the rest book? Paul George. You still got to think, oh, still gotta, you still got to think about it. Russell gonna still going to try to play this Right, out it's going to be Well, he's going to have to be because hard. he's a point guard anyway. So Russell's going to have the ball. Yes, he's a point guard. Yes, but he's going to force it too much. That's yeah. the thing I'm trying to say. He's going to force it too much. I get it. But the only reason why, the only way I would be worried if they didn't have 82 games to get this right. They got 82 mm-hmm. games. And to really make the playoffs, all you need is really about if you can if you can get 50 wins, yeah. you can pretty much, you pretty much guarantee that one of the eight seeds. Shit. Yeah. Five. Okay. Six. 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 I really just want to move on to the next topic because – I just, I'm trying to uplift your spirit. So let's talk about oh, Dallas God. winning. Well, that'll uplift. That'll, that'll uplift. Yeah, you know, you know I'm, I'm a people person. I want to make you know, happy. So. You, you know, 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 I, you know what? I said this on, on somebody else's show. I think last last week, I think it was the altitude, the high altitude in Denver. That's why Dallas didn't play as well. I, I, I really I, I hold true to that. We're not used to that altitude no, here in Texas, all. here in Dallas, that high air. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not really – Vincent, don't look at me like that, man. We're not, we're not used to that here in Dallas, particularly <laughs> in Texas. 
We're not used to that. We're going to have to move on from sports. That's all I'm saying is Denver. I know. We weren't used that's to that. A, that <laughs> that's a whooping. That was a whooping. <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about you that. That's pop off of Bernardo. Let's talk about last week. Okay, last week. Dallas defeated. The Arizona Cardinals by the score of twenty-eight to seventeen. Yeah, it was phenomenal. You know what? That was good. Somebody, somebody said 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 something to me about this. You know, they they called out uh, Dak Prescott, and personally, they talked about how they don't like the way that the Dallas offense is structuring so far at the beginning of the season. And in some and in some cases, I can kind of agree with that because if y'all watch the game, y'all notice Dallas's offense. Is is getting too predictable to me, you know. We all we already know Ezekiel Elliott. If you watch Dallas, I hold to this truth. You can watch this week when they play when they play the Rams. First and ten, open a drive. Who are they gonna get a ball to? Ezekiel Elliott. Every single time, I'm telling people this. Dallas, my favorite team, but they're not even hard to game plan against because they are. They do the same thing every time. First and first down, run play. Second down, run play. Third down. Now you don't put yourself in an obvious pass situation. Yeah. Now you have to throw the ball. Now everybody know you're throwing the ball on third and ten because you didn't get no well <laughs> first and second down. That's why Andre be studying. That doesn't bother y'all. That bothers me when I watch that. I was like, stop being so predictable. Yeah. You got too many offensive weapons. That being Ezekiel Elliott, Dez Bryant, Cole Beasley, Jason Whitney, who for some reason is always open on post patterns. It's old behind. I don't understand how he's always <laughs> open on those long post patterns. Oh, yeah, I've probably seen them cornerbacks will say just be scared of him. <laughs> for some reason, I'll be like, why are y'all scared of this dude? Just hit him. They're just scared to make that contact. But you know what? I, I have a confession right here on Outspoken. Oh, not a confession. That, uh, Welcome to the outspoken that confession is, room. It it is it is <laughs> that it deals with the Dallas Cowboys and in, in the NFC East uh NFC East conference. Even though Dallas is my team and they beat uh the Cardinals convincingly twenty eight to seventeen in my opinion last week, I don't I don't have Dallas number one uh, coming out the division. No, no. <sighs> Yeah, you? you heard it here first on Outspoken oh, oh by my Andre Davis. Everybody, I, I don't I even just, have Dallas wow. coming out number one. Really? Oh, they're just surprised to hear from a Dallas Cowboy fan. You know what? I don't, most, all I Dallas don't. Cowboy fans think they're going to win, they, well, they win the, the whole the Super Bowl already. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't have them coming I, up you know, one, Andre, I like you because you are a very realistic fan. I, it hurts, though. I don't want to I know it hurts. I don't like it. The bad taste in my mouth is that. just said that just now. I don't. I don't like that. I don't have them coming at number one. I still have the, the, Phil- the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, you know that was my first Cowboys at, game I ever went to. The, what? Really? Back when they played in Irvin, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> old Cowboys Stadium. Dallas played Eagles on, on Christmas Day. Ooh, that is. I never forget. That was my very first and Cowboys game. Man, actually, boy, I, I never. As of that. now. Yeah, no, that's how you know. I'm sorry. Over. But from what I'm seeing from Dallas, it's not enough right now to tell me. First, again, I didn't like the way they started that game off against Arizona. From what I'm seeing from them, they're not showing me enough to for me to be able to say I have them coming up, coming out number one in the NFC East Conference. Think about it. The defense is already thin within itself, specifically the secondary. You got two of your rookie corners that's out, again, already rookie corners starting in the NFL. They're already out. Awuzie, he's out. 
Who, where did Nolan Carroll come from? No. I have no idea who he is. Nobody knows. I just turned the game and he's on the team. Like, I don't know where he came from. I think he came from Philadelphia. I have no idea. That's so sad. And then you got, Orlando, then you got Orlando Skandrick, who is uh, your only veteran DB on the roster. His injury poem behind, he got hurt again. Same oh, injury. You don't really have nobody in that secondary convincingly to tell me, okay, even if the offense isn't producing because they're not so far, at least on opening drive, that the defense can kind of, you know, make up for that. Yeah, I you know, I get <laughs> my heart drop every time my defense comes on the field. <laughs> I'm like, Lord Jesus, please, whatever y'all put in the game plan, just just have it to where make something have it. <laughs> they can just manage the clock and just keep the offense on the field. I don't want yeah. my defense on the field because we just get exposed in areas that I can't even think it's of right now. It's sad. It's just so sad. So, that was, you just you just got I don't, so much respect. I just like, I, I don't I'm understand so it. I don't understand it. So, next week, Dallas plays the Rams. Mm-hmm. Who wins? Y'all better not disappoint me. Hold on. Let me, oh, I got to go. Honestly. I got to go. Tony. You know what? Just because you're a Cowboys fan, I'm gonna just don't, 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 don't do that. I'm just a Cowboys. I'm just a Cowboys. I'm just a Cowboys. The minus the fact that I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, just from stats a, and everything. Just from an analytical perspective. Analytical perspective. Dallas Cowboys versus Los Angeles Rams. Who wins that game? I don't like the Cowboys, piece, so I'm just gonna go with LA Rams. <laughs> Turn this mic. Where's where's this volume? At? Turn this mic off. <laughs> wow. Just because you don't like Dallas? Nope. He's a Patriots fan. First yeah, exactly. That's what are I you said. New England? No. Then why are you a why Patriots, are Patriots fan? fan? I said that's why. Thing. Why? Why are you a Patriots fan? Because one, they're a dynasty team. <sighs> Come on, who is that? Who dominated two thousand one? I don't know, but look. Anyway, <laughs> but look, Dallas. Last time y'all played us, y'all got whooped. Huh? Last time y'all played us, y'all lost. Y'all wouldn't have whooped us last year. Yes, we would have. If it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers and the freaking Green Bay Packers and that stupid sideline catch for them to win the game with a field goal, y'all wouldn't have – y'all, y'all. Because y'all weren't supposed to win that game. Y'all was not supposed to win that game. Atlanta was supposed to destroy y'all. Y'all down by 20-some points at halftime. But what is is Tom Brady known for? I don't know what he's known for. Comeback kid, yeah. Keating. Huh. Deflating Jeez. balls. That's what he's known for. He's known for cheating, in my opinion. He's a cheater. <laughs> he won't visit the White House. He didn't visit the White House last year. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> who cares? Well, you know what? In 20-something years, the Cowboys have yet to win a playoff game. Count last year because we technically made it to the When's second the last round. Time y'all won a playoff game, huh? You know what? How many how many rings you got? Same as us, five. Yeah, five oh. rings. Well, we're a franchise team, ours, though. Ours, ours are recent, but we're a franchise ours team. Vincent, we're a franchise team. Don't <laughs> do this to me. You know what? There's um, only so much I can. There's only so much I can defend when it comes to that Cowboys. Don't do this to me. It's cloudy, and um, it was just raining. Oh, recently. last time I checked, wasn't y'all just about to lose to Houston on Sunday? What was that? Let's explore that. Y'all was oh. about to lose to a rookie. Quarterback, that being Deshaun Watson, who I actually love, came from Clemson, University of Clemson. I I like him. I, I, I believe he's the future. He's Houston. Yes, but he's nonetheless, he's y'all were about to lose yeah. to a rookie quarterback, that being Deshaun Watson, and y'all supposed to be this dynasty team. 
You got to think about it. What happened there? A lot of our people is injured. You got to oh, also think about that. Oh, Lord, no. Yeah, Here we go with injuries now. But you got Tom Brady. Tom Brady needs him. You asked me before. You But you just asked me, what is Tom Brady known for? He's Tom Brady. He He's good, right? Yeah, Tom, no, Tom Brady's good, right? Yeah. That's all I ain't seen, though. <laughs> Tom Brady is Tom he Brady. He needs his weapons. His weapons? He needs his weapons. He well, needs Gronk, he needs for him to be so old, he should be his Hey, I say this. that On that last route, that mm-hmm. last pass from him to Brandon Brady Cooks, Cook. I was like, oh, my goodness. Now, that was spectacular yeah. because he squeezed that in. I, didn't, I don't understand. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did he it. That leg. I, Brandon Cooks, I, I'm not going to lie. I really thought he was out of bounds, but then he threw that leg. I was like, oh, okay. Ooh. But that was a, that was a, if, you, if you think about it, Houston actually had a chance to beat y'all. Yeah. If you think about it, all they needed was a field goal. They had a chance to beat y'all. They had 23 seconds left when Deshaun Watson got the ball on that mm-hmm. last drive. Right. There was just miscommunication between him and, and the, the coach yeah, as to whether or not, okay, should doing? I spike the ball, should I call a timeout? Yeah. And personally, a lot of people want to blame on Deshaun Watson. One, he's a rookie quarterback, and two, he's never been in this situation at this highest level, that being the NFL. So you can put some of the blame on him, but I put most of the nah, blame on the coach. I put, yeah, I put it on Because last time I checked as a coach, you can call timeout too. Yeah, you can. You can just watch it. The ref is right there next to you. <laughs> you can call timeout too. Yeah. <laughs> if, if there's a minute, it'd, it'd be different if he had a minute left to work with. Okay, complete that pass, then you go spike the ball or whatever you got to do. But you only got 23 seconds left before that play even started. Mm-hmm. I think that play took off about, what, a good 10, 13, 13 seconds. 10, 13 seconds. Mm-hmm. No, you call timeout. Immediately as that ball hits the ground, timeout. Right. So. That was miscommunication on that part. But nonetheless, y'all almost got beat by a rookie hey, quarterback. No and then the week before, no, not the week before that, but the week week before that on the opening week, Alex Smith put a beating on y'all. My goodness, what was that? He didn't have. As no. a defending champion, to watch, as a defending Super Bowl champion to watch it on TV, that was disgusting. No. To watch Alex Smith put a beating on y'all, a person who is so inconsistent when it comes to playoffs, put a beating on y'all. I just want to say, New England none of our people were drinking their milk, so we all was in. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Tony. You know what? All you don't give breakfast. <laughs> drinking the milk. <laughs> they didn't eat breakfast. Wow. They, look, wow. You know, look, they didn't all I'm saying is, from the defending Super Bowl champions, that's not what I wanted to see when I cut on my TV on Sunday morning, on Sunday evenings to watch the New England, the New England Patriots. You know, the, the, this dynasty team in the 2000s, as right. Vincent put it, you right. get destroyed. It wasn't destroyed. Oh, my good, They got Cowboys destroyed. Cowboys versus Denver, that's a destruction. That was destruction. It was the high altitude. <laughs> <laughs> See, and it was the milk You guys are playing in Texas and Dallas. We're not used to that high altitude going up to Denver. We're not used to that kind of air, Okay. <laughs> You know what? Moving on, um, because <laughs> I like you, Vincent. You know, um, oh my you know, goodness, we we gonna move on. Let's we gonna move, move on. on again, y'all. We are going commercial free right here on Outspoken. Andre Davis, Tony Hall, and my man Vincent right here on the My Broadcast Network. Now, guys, for the fun fun. Well, hold on. Before for the fun fun. For before, the before we get to the fun fun. Yes, yes. I have to mention this: the one and only, the founder of Playboy, Hugh Hefner. Yes. He dies. At the age of 91. The man that's responsible for giving 10-year-old boys wet dreams. <laughs> no, he did not just say fantasizing wet beautiful I, women. I just passed out. <laughs> I'm passing out. I'm passing All out. I know is, if it wasn't for Hugh Hefner, we wouldn't, as a boy, we would never have been joined. I, really, I completely he agree for guys. I'm the starter I of that. I, I really can't. My goodness. 
dies at 91, Lord said, ain't so, but it is so. He's no. gone. Y'all thoughts on that? I wonder, I'm gonna let y'all who is he leaving all his money to? Like, I know, it can't be his wife. There's no way. The Playboy women. Yeah, we, oh my gosh. Oh. That's how you know, like, <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> they get the money. <laughs> Dang. Wow. That's true. That's true. Oh my goodness. Don't look. If I'm right, I'm going to get it. I was really. I don't joking. know what. You know, I'm about to watch E Entertainment. Man, but when I saw that, I was like, no. I can't believe that. Like, you have to. Some people you just think going to live forever. 91? Yeah. I thought it was going to be the middle Hey, he had a good Betty White. Betty, oh, Betty, Betty, my girl, Betty, Betty White. She's amazing. Well, I just wanted to, I just wanted to Did know that Did she play Moana? Betty White? Betty. Did she play? Did she? I'm not Am I going crazy? She, she, she played in the movie.
You put me. Let me find out. You like can I get mine is here too. So be very careful with what you say. Go ahead. Say lurking, lurking on Instagram. No, lurking. You know. I'm going to take a segment. Lurking on your ex's social media. An ex that you're not with no more, but you're lurking on his or her social media to see what they up to, who knew boo they got, who knew boo they don't got, what they talking about, lurking on your ex's social media. Do you do that? No, I really don't do that at all. All right. Okay. You know what? This this is not even about whether you do it or not, just your overall thoughts of it, you know? Yeah. Just your opinion on it. Just your opinion of it. It's okay. Look, look, Vincent. She's not here. She's not not here. here. Tony's not here. I'm not here. You know what? It's just me and you right now. It's Andre and Vincent right here on Outspoken. It's just us two. All right. I'm not gonna be mad at you. Yeah. Because because again, this is all. This this is what Outspoken is about, man. I know that. This is what it's all about. So just say what you gotta say. In all fairness, on Outspoken. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Lurking on yourself. Lurking on (laughs) your. I like to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at all your media, man. Go ahead. Take it away. I'm really lost words. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> really, okay, all right. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. My jaw Do you think? <laughs> do you think it's you know? Do you think it's acceptable, explainable, if you were to get called? If you were to get confronted about it, yeah, you don't even look at it. Yeah, yeah, all you just turn around. If, uh, no, no, just looking right there. It's gonna be kind of. Go ahead. I'm about to let Tony go over this because I really can't really get on. Come on, I, mean, I can't really. You know, get okay, I feel like you got a thought right there. I just need to get it out of you. I feel yeah. like you got a thought right there. Tony, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Lurking on you. Lurky. I know you got something. To okay, so I Lurking can on your say... extra social media. From my perspective, okay, so I don't lurk on my ex's Instagram or anything mm-hmm. because I'm actually pretty cool with my ex's, but um, I know their faces. But I mean, I don't. No, I don't. You I don't know what, let's dive into that because that seems to be a thin line when you get into a relationship in terms of whether you can or cannot be cool. Yeah, with your ex. exactly. So let's get off into that. I'm yes. cool with my You're exes, cool with ex. but they, I okay. mean, they, they know the boundaries. Like they know I'm in a relationship. They know the boundaries. That's that fine you know, line. Here we go. Today's gonna be another. That's that fine know, line. That it is a fine line. They, but you said they know the boundaries. That's they a good do thing. know the boundaries, but it is very much a fine line. But I don't lurk on their Instagram, but they lurk on mine. I can definitely say that. They lurk on when, yours. Um, they see now. Okay, now that they see I have a boyfriend and that I am happy, they do lurk on mine. I don't. I have no reason to lurk on theirs. You know that. That be. I have somebody now. Now my question. Oh, and I'm glad you said that last statement. So my question is, if you didn't have somebody, because you just said, because I have somebody, I have no reason to lurk on their social media. If you and Vincent were together, would you be lurking on their social media? Wait, say that one more time. If you and Vincent, if you weren't in a relationship, uh-huh. would you be lurking on their social media? Yeah, of course. I'd be like, okay, who we got today? I love how spoken. Here we go. Like, okay. Is this that girl down the street? Is this the girl that apparently he cheated on me with? Like, who is it? I got to find out who this girl is. Like, Now, yeah. why do you feel the need to lurk well, why, okay, first of all, why do you feel the need to feel that you don't have to lurk on their social media anymore just because you found somebody? Because I feel like if I lurk on their page, like, this is, it's, okay, this is a deep topic. So if I feel like if I lurk on their page, me personally, 
I feel like I would get kind of angry. Now I know that sounds bad. No, no, no. It's okay. But I'd be, I just, okay. I get angry because that person that you were with, that was that person that you know you had a connection with, all that stuff. Right. And whatever the reasons that you, you know, whatever the reasons you broke up for, are those reasons. But I, I, I would just be kind of angry. So, but don't lurk. No, I no, tell women. Well, don't well, lurk. well, hold on, hold on, hold on, because basically what I'm trying to get to, and you kind of just sparked the nerve a little bit when you talk about terms of somebody that you've been with for a while and you've grown with at some point yeah, in time in your life. Hurts. Basically, is it safe to say that that's normal? That's a normal it's thing normal. to do. Yeah, somebody that, is, that you've yeah, been yeah. with for a while, and for whatever reason it didn't work out, but you continue to go on the social media to see what they're up to, who they're talking to, who they're talking with, and everything like that. Right. Is it safe to say that it's normal? It's, yeah, it is. Okay, normal. here's okay. the thing. It's normal, but to a certain extent. Right. Like, if that, you're on there you're every, every single day, that's like yeah. your then you have a problem. Yeah, you have a and problem. you have a problem. Yeah. And your friends or whoever around you, family, friends, need to make you stop because then that, that, that turns into stalking. And you become and that's that's an very much illegal. It, it, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Just when? Is it illegal? Well, it's not good. Not that I know of. I, yeah, well, it's, <laughs> I don't, it's illegal I mean, in my world. I didn't read the social media handbook, so I don't know, <laughs> you know, That's under illegal. what section code of conduct did that fall under that I have no <laughs> idea about that. But So what I'm trying to get to is, okay, and then you mentioned once you have a boyfriend, you feel that there is no need to lurk on your exes social yeah, media. So, is it because before when you were single, is it because you was lurking because you didn't have anybody and yeah. you're wondering if they had anybody? Yeah, it was or is it just like because a, they didn't, or you want to see what they were doing? It was it's a little bit of both because you still have that draw and like that draw to that person so you're like, oh, "I wonder what he's doing. I wonder all this crap." I understand. But, I understand. But it's just, it's different when you're in a relationship now because if you're looking on your ex page and you're in and in, in a relationship, that's kind of like a formula for argument. I thought you were about to say something else. Okay. What you thought I was going to say? I thought you were about to say that's kind of cheating. Okay. No, no, that's not cheating. That's not cheating at we're all. We're going to spoil that for another day. Yeah, I'm, we'll about to, that I'm about to break the word cheating down for everybody because I'm just sick of it. Vincent, my man, you didn't, don't think you was getting away, man. You weren't getting away. I told you, you said go to somebody else, come back to you. Now we're back to you. I just said somebody go, just go to somebody else. I wasn't trying to answer. Oh, no, oh, no, no. I was coming back. No, oh, I'm coming back. You're good. Don't even. No, it's not. It's not that. It's just I'm nosy, so I'm nosy. But is he yeah, nosy? I'm nosy. Okay. But aren't we all? Yeah. That's to. what. That's. I'm just trying to get this out of y'all. Aren't we all? Yeah. We're all nosy. So my question is: a human? Do you do it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't see what's the need for it. Smart answer, man. <laughs> Great. You know, you Smart just got to have fun. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're getting ready to wrap it up just a little bit, but we got one more to get to right here on the Why Do Men, Why Do Women segment. Our last one for today, lying to protect your significant other's feelings. And it doesn't have to be with somebody else. It can be... Period. The simplest thing in the world, it could be just period, but lying to protect your significant other's feelings. And before we break it down, we already know lying within itself is a bad thing. You hear it from women, you hear it from men all the time, just tell me the truth. No matter how bad it is, no matter how nasty or how ugly it is, tell me the truth. Don't worry about my feelings. Don't try to protect my feelings. I can handle it. I want your opinion. We, we, we hear that before, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
we bring this out lying to protect your significant other's feelings, even though we already know that it's bad, just lying within itself, we still do it anyway because we want to protect our significant other's feelings. Now we're here on Outspoken. I would like to explore that just for a moment. Andre, I want to hear your your side. Yeah, because you've been making me go first for a minute. I know I'm a guest, but... God. Hey man, it was just courtesy that outspoken right here. We we normally let guests go first. I like. I guess I like it though. Nice. <laughs> I like to go last. He does because Andre has the longest explanation in the world. <laughs> <laughs> first should be last. I'm gonna be last first. Wow. <laughs> wow. So what? What's your opinion? I, I really want to hear this. I'm gonna tell you mine. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tony. Go ahead and say what you gotta say. Oh. Because honestly, uh-huh. honestly. Uh-huh. Not a particular significant other's feelings. I am an advocate for it. And my girlfriend is standing, sitting right here in front of me. She'll tell you. I'm an advocate for it. Lying to protect your significant other's feelings, I have zero problems with it. You want to know why? Because as humans, we say one thing, but we mean another. Every single time, we always say, baby, don't lie to me. Whatever you think, don't lie to me. I can handle it. I can handle the truth. And natural reality, you cannot Handle the truth. the truth. I agree. We can't. I agree. Wonder why? Because we're human. We have a bone in our body. You know what that bone is called? Feelings. Ugh, we feel feelings. And you know what? Feelings hurt. They do. The truth hurts. Lying feels hurt. good. No, it don't. <laughs> Lying feels good. It don't feel good. It just supposed to. It feels until great. Later. later um, but you know what? And I'm glad you said that, Vincent, because people have always said that before. Yeah, you lie now, but eventually it's going to catch up with you and, and rah, rah, rah. I, I heard that growing up with mom, with, with mom and dad. And about, okay, yeah, about 80, 80, 85% of the time, they was probably right. It did, it about eight, no, about 80, 80%. Some numbers. things I probably, I'm, some things I got away with. About 80%. They got away with it. But, I'll ride that wave out for as long as I can. <laughs> I am a, I am a cross that bridge when I get there type of a guy. I will I not throw you under the bus too. I will I oh will ride that goodness. train until the wheels fall off and when they fall off I'll hop on another train and I'll ride that one. I am an advocate lying to protect significant other's feelings. I'm an advocate for it because we cannot handle the truth and until we start handling the truth, I'll start telling the truth. Mm. Tony, what you got? Well, honestly. I know what you about to say. It depends. I'm always the bad guy on this show. Yeah, you are. You are the bad guy. <laughs> I'm always um, the bad guy. It really depends on what a lie is. Like, if it's like, babe, do these jeans make me look fat? And it do. And you're just like, nah, 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 nah. Okay, that's okay. But if it's like lying, like, are you cheating on me? No, I'm not cheating on you. <laughs> but the girl's underneath the bed, <laughs> naked. Now that's, yeah. now that's another scenario. It really depends on what the lie is. Because sometimes You'd I be like, surprised. How <laughs> <laughs> dudes are willing to go so far. You can catch a dude on tape and he'll still really lie. Maybe that wasn't me. Like, <laughs> that wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It's me. I... I Babe, I'm sorry. But sometimes I do do it just not to hurt their feelings. Yeah, I know. Because I'm, me, I know. you know. Yes. You know. Yes. Secret spoiled. 
<laughs> I know. Um, you but sometimes you just gotta do because if you really, I just I love my man, so I don't want to hurt his feelings. Very understandable. Yeah. It's very understandable. If feelings didn't get hurt so easily, I wouldn't have to lie to you. It's as simple as that. Go ahead, Vincent. Go. You want to pass it to her? Go ahead, pass it to her. Pass it to her. Because she said something to me just now. All I said was that I tell you the truth. That's just because I don't care about her. So. See? <laughs> and that's so cold. <laughs> that is so cold. You rather... But he can handle a lot. So that's but, well, well... So then don't like, don't let her underestimate you. I'm still light skin. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. But technically, the fact that I do let him lie to me for not hurting without hurting my feelings, we he actually doesn't lie to me as much as most guys. I've done better. I've done better. I really I really I've have done, done better. better. You don't lie to me. Really. Huh? I don't. Well, that's because I ain't got nothing to lie about. I only so lie when I got something to lie about. This is the thing. When I first met him, he was like, "I'm a liar," and I said, mm-hmm. "Okay." I was out front about it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're a liar. And I just asked him what he meant. Why did you say it like that just now? I don't what? I don't like that title. I'm a liar. Okay, he said that he lies. And then I said, well, what do you mean you lie? And he explained that he lies because he doesn't want to hurt people's feelings. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. You're not just over here lying. Just yeah. lying. Although sometimes he lies and he puts me in his line. That's when I get upset because then I'm, people are like, Oh, is that really what happened? I'm like, what's what happened? <laughs> and, I just want to make sure I wasn't driven. That's, and that's one all. time he threw me under the bus, and I was like. Huh? What are you talking about? With the very one and only. Oh, that was for, oh, that was for another reason, another topic, yeah. another discussion for another day. Wow. So we are just about out of time, guys. We're going to do our last segment here. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Vincent, for joining us right here on Outspoken. Yay. On the Mike Broadcast Network, our final, final segment of the day, Ask Dre and Ask Tony. Yes. Again, for those of you listening, you can email us. Today, what is that email, Tony, that they can email us? <sighs> I'm going to be so dramatic when I read this. The, the email. What's oh, the, the email? The oh, email. my what's bad. The, what's the email? Oh, I'm good? so sorry. I was so ready to read this letter. Okay. <laughs> It is the outspoken eighteen seventy six at gmail dot com. Thank I'm you, so sorry, thank y'all. you so much, Tony. The outspoken eighteen seventy six at gmail dot com. Again, yes, you can yes, email yes. us your issues, your complaints, your concerns, anything that you have a problem with. You can email us, and we'll randomly select your letter. You have to be tuned in every Thursday from seven thirty to eight thirty. Tune in. We'll read your letter anonymously. And along with myself, Tony, and whatever guests we have on the show, we'll read your letter and we'll discuss your letter. We'll break right. it down and we'll give you any type of advice that we can give you. So for this final segment of Ask Jerry and Ask Tony, what you got for us, Tony? <laughs> dear Dre and dear Tony, I've been with my boyfriend for two years now, and something just doesn't feel right. I'm starting to get a feeling that he's hiding something from me. At night, he takes my phone, or at night, he takes his phone calls outside, and when I ask him about it, he gives me a nonchalant answer. Also, throughout the course of our relationship, he refuses to give me his password <clears throat> um, to his phone. It wasn't until recently he decided to give it to me. 
recently he decided to give it to me. <laughs> but every time I check his phone, I don't find anything. Am I overthinking? <laughs> Am I overthinking this? Again, accepting the phone calls away bothers me. What should I do? Please help me. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, oh, Jesus. Listen, my man. You're okay, so you can't put me on the spot on this one. You don't want to go? All right. Because you know me. I go last. Go okay. ahead, Jordan. So, first off, the uh, the I'm say the password. You don't pay his bills, so you're you're not entitled to it. Wow. So well, him doing that actually shows that he trusts you to some extent, because if he is hiding something and you didn't find it on his phone, it's probably in a secret folder that you don't have the other password for, and that's still not your business because. Men are entitled to look at whatever they want to look at. You can look at, you can look all you want to. If you don't give men the free range to look, they're gonna start touching, really quick. Y'all see why I'm so stress free in my relationship? I can see it on you. Y'all see why I am so stress free? But I feel like most of her insecurities is the reason why she feels like he's hiding something. And now, if y'all aren't talking about things then that's probably where you're coming from. If there's a conversation that needs to be had, then have it, and it'll be squashed. Because most men are very upfront. They're simple. You ask them. You can tell if they're going to lie. You can tell really? when they lie. You can tell off the bat. Right. <laughs> and then you just go from there. If you want to stay with him, stay with him. If you don't, you don't. It's really simple. This two years, what was y'all doing? In honeymoon? Nobody in the honeymoon for two years? What was you doing? You was just y'all was playing house and then got too comfortable, and then she realized that she wanted to be in the real house, and then he was like, "I'm not having it." So uh, 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 uh. she was like, "Have a sit down, have a conversation, ask him." And now, if you want to lie, let him lie, and then you decide what you want to do. But don't be waiting on a man if you don't want that. Like, keep pushing. Right. Good. Two years. Thank you, Joy. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Tony. What you got for me? Now we the, you you skipped out on the last one, Vincent. You gonna do this, one, but we are gonna come back to you. Go ahead, Tony. What you, you got? Can reread it. Um, man, Jordan Jordan always comes and like <laughs> makes me feel like crap because I'm just like, oh, he's cheating. Oh, he's cheating on you, bro. It's okay. That's a point of <laughs> look. Trust me, and you're gonna be interested in what I gotta say. But that's a point of out. Supposed like, to get different. She always views, gives me just, like a different well, point of view. That's so okay. Like, oh, that's a point right. of the show. Like, we I don't pay his phone bill. We get different views, and we can work with Yeah. You don't. You really don't. You know what? That's number one. Okay, I go don't, ahead. Yeah, but honestly, I, I feel like I'm putting a deranged from the letter. Um, if you go in your boyfriend's phone, most likely you're going to find something that you don't want to find. Because when you lurk, you just find stuff that you don't want to. That's, like, I don't know. That's just human nature, unless your boyfriend's a saint. <laughs> that ain't true. Um, but what boyfriends are saints, <laughs> really? Jordan said I'm pretty close. Wow. Honestly, and this has been going on for two years. That's a long time, baby girl. That's a long time to kind of feel like, You've been missing out on his personal life, kind of. Um, girl, I'm trying to help you. He's not. 
Did you did you reread it? Oh, Lord. Oh, I when I was halfway through. Um. <laughs> okay, so on, okay, so basically, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. She's planning you a surprise birthday party. Seeing that's what I have. <laughs> okay, <laughs> planning a surprise so, birthday party for Jordan. We got stay out your man's phone. You don't pay his phone bill. For, for Tony, he's planning you a surprise party. What you got, Vince? Uh, I, let me, let me, I got to finish reading this letter again. Well, then let me finish talking. Yeah, please, because I, I um, finish reading that letter. She said, at night, he takes his phone calls outside. He's got to be throwing you a surprise birthday party. Like, there's no way. Because mm-hmm. I'd be like, why so are you doing that? Well, for two, for years. two years. Okay, then remember. So that must be like. That. And according to that letter. That must be one big party. And according to that letter, she said, you know, she's asking about it. But he's giving a nonchalant answer. So it's not so it's not about the fact so she has, you know, confronted him about it as uh, according to the letter, according to what she wrote, and he keeps giving her nonchalant answers. I, I wanna I I'm I'm interested to see I really I'm interested to hear what Vincent gotta say. I wanna know what you gotta say. Man, you skipped out on the last segment. I yeah. I need you on this one. I need you on this one. Vincent What do what do you think is going on? I just want you to know whatever you say, I'm gonna I'm gonna love you forever. <laughs> Hey man, this is how I'm supposed to. I love no. putting him on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the spot with the spotlight on me. I, I just, I just want to know what, like, okay, specifically with the dude. Do you think he's fooling around with her, or do you think he's actually surprised at something big, really according to Tony, life. that he just don't want her to know about? Again, it's been two years now. Two. That yeah, means she already had a birthday. Yeah. That means she on her second year. birthday. She might be two years. Okay, two yeah. years. Go, go ahead, Vincent. Two I'm just saying two years of two years. I said two years. That's all I'm just saying is two years of. <laughs> I about to, say, I, to me, I really think there's something else that has to be going on because I'm about to say ain't nothing be going on for two years. Nothing straight. So what do you think is going on? I mean, is she is he cheating? I went, I'm about to say so, something like that. I'm just be straight okay. up with it. Yeah. Let I'm me sure let me mean. let me go ahead. Take uh, over because please, all y'all right. just confused. Let me, let me see confused. it. Let me let me see the letter. Let me see. Okay. I about to say nonchalant. Okay. okay. Let's let's break this down. Please so do. she said to. that this has been going on for two years, uh-huh. right? All right, ma'am, lady, if you out there, if you out there uh, listening, please don't take this the wrong way. He's cheating on you. And I mean, I, I was trying like not to that. be the one to say yeah, it. I, I was really trying listen to say this. You okay. Yeah, First of all, like, listen to this. Think about it. You kept asking him for his password. He gave you nothing. He kept right. refusing to give it to you. Number one, why do you think he didn't give it to you? He because he had stuff in it. That's obvious. Number two, thank you, Tony. He finally decided to give it to you. Okay. He deleted stuff. You just sat up here and said, Okay, he finally decided to give it to me, but when I went and checked his phone, I didn't find nothing. Yes, yeah, because he deleted it. Yeah, he gave everything. He, he he got rid of everything. Like Jordan said earlier, a man is going to make sure I'm going to wipe this phone completely clean, according to Jordan. If I need a secret folder to place all my stuff in because I don't want to lose it, I'm going to put this in a secret folder. I'm going to make sure I got a password to that. She ain't going to get to it. When she just checks my minimal stuff, because most typical women, first thing they go to is what? Messages. Up, uh, wrong. Photos. Okay, that was that was actually gonna be number two. So I see for you, Tony, it's number one. For what? <laughs> well, for most women, number one, number two, depending on what it is. In my case, it's typically yeah. messages, photos, and then 
for some other way. They want to go deep your social media, Instagram, and all that X, Y, Z. But typically, it's messages and photos. So as a dude, you're going to make sure what? Messages is wiped out. Photos is wiped out. Even if I save these messages, you can't get to it because all you're going to check is the general messages and the general photos. So I need to make sure I got this in a secret compartment that you can't get to. She's sitting up there talking about, okay, do I am I am I overthinking this? There ain't no overthinking about it. Girl, no, ain't no yeah, overthinking, girl. That boy's cheating. I don't. Tony, I don't know what you were talking about earlier. He's cheating. I'm always the one who says that. So I try not to be the one to tell him. Well, no, 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 no. Some some situation you got to call it like it is. You mentioned earlier surprise in a party. It don't take two years surprise to surprise a surprise in a party. That's a long part. You already done went through two birthdays. Hey, yeah, but because in that span time, I don't take my phones outside. Hold on, hold on. Get it, get it, get him, get him, get it, get it, get it, give it back to her. What was that, Jordan? You take your phone calls outside of the room. The only time I take my, and also you gotta remember this, I take my phone calls outside after I already answered it. It's on speaker. You already know who I'm talking to. Yeah. So in her case, she's making it seem like he's taking his soon as it come on. But he's he walking as like the phone is ringing. You, just like you say, not everybody's raised like you. So, yes, your mindset is to turn, put, the, put it on speaker, but he may be still, he could be still talking about business outside. Like you said, you told me you were like, I come out, I go outside because I don't want to be rude to the fact that you're watching your shows or you're doing something and I'm on the phone. So you step outside. What if that's it? And then he comes up inside you and she over there talking about, babe, who was that? And he's like, it was nobody, babe. Like, that? It's just, that, like, that statement. Calm down. And then you talking about men cheating. First of all, I believe in double standards, and I'm kind of anti-feminist. So what are you doing as a female that's making him cheat on you? Ooh. <laughs> Bro. Uh, <laughs> that's another, and that's another topic for another day. But I want to address your statement oh, when you're talking Lord about him going outside for the phone, and it could be business, could not be business, blah, 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 blah. That statement would be valuable if we didn't get to the password situation. That's where that lies. I know you mentioned earlier, but and I know you mentioned earlier that as a woman you don't pay his bills and right. XYZ. But baby, let me tell you something. Coming from a man perspective, okay? Nine times out of ten, if we don't give you our password, it's because we have something too high. You won't find an average man out there that don't want to give his girl the password just because he paid the bills, he ain't got nothing to hide, and he just don't want her to have. I mean, you she hardly have a find very that. Prideful boyfriend. I'm telling you, you hardly find I'm that. I'm gonna raise my boy. I'm gonna raise my children to not. You not. And you should. No female, no number, unless she gonna help you pay. The and you bills. should. And you should. So, but as a man perspective, I'm just talking to don't you. Don't pretend to have that phone. Uh, for that, both. For so most men out there, or now that since it's an iPhone eight, that. it has a little face recognition. The only people's face that need to be recognizing is the people that pay that phone bill. And I get that, but what we must not be is naive. What we must not be is ignorant. I'm telling you, well, from a man's perspective, question, nine times out of ten, if he's not giving you his password, it's because she he has something talk to hide. To him about what she been doing wrong. Okay. No, ask him, are you cheating on me? This is a problem. A we don't go. We don't ask these questions right now. We try to dance because around the question of sugar You just coding. said go men don't lie until the wheels fall off. So it's funny me asking you, well, why are you cheating? How about I ask you, what do you want me, what do you see, what do you want as from a girlfriend? So that way I can start doing those things that I've lacked. So that way you can realize what you're about to miss if you don't keep putting, going. We won't out. need to know that unless he's cheating or not. No, we don't even like, know. If you, it's but the you, art of manipulation. That, if I ask you, be like, babe, you know what? What type of girlfriend do you like? 
And then, like, he lays it out, like, you know, a girl that does this, this, and this. And then she started doing it. He's going to be like, whoa, she doing it. You know what makes that worse? And then. If you actually got a girlfriend that's actually doing what she's supposed to, you know, <laughs> you're still stepping out on it, and she manipulates your mind and say, babe, what type of girlfriend you like? <laughs> well, it, it, the one I already have <laughs> is which is you. But then he'll just go ahead and outline what he's looking for. I get what you're saying. Right. So then if she starts correcting herself, and then this is what happens. She does it for so long, and then you, you hit him with that, so you've been cheating on me? And then this is when you have enough proof that he's been cheating on you, and that's when you go, well, you need to decide what you want to do because now I'm either leaving or you can stay. He's cheating on her. So that's it. That's point but that's, that's how you fix it. Now, at this point, the ball's in her court. You don't let the ball be in his court. He already played with his ball, so he's finished. The ball, <laughs> the ball, the ball is gonna always be in his court. Let's no, just actually, let's just get that out in the open because he has two right. to work with. There's gonna always be in his court. He's always gonna have one, at least one. He's always gonna have one. Okay, but you get my point. <laughs> you get my point. <laughs> well, all, all I, I believe in manipulation. All so. I'm saying is, all I'm saying is he cheats. He cheating on you. Yeah, but that's not her question. Leave. You didn't answer her question. My question. Yeah. What do I do? Leave. Leave. Go find somebody else. Well, if you want revenge, do what I said to do. See what? Oh, here we go. Why is You see how elegant Why? that was? Like, it wasn't malicious. It wasn't rude. It was, First of all, that helps her. So that way, in her next relationship, she knows what to do right. Right. As a girlfriend. Right. Secondly, that messes him up. So that way, maybe he may not cheat on the girl that treats him right the next time he gets in a relationship. Because he knows next time, it's going to hurt. <laughs> so you both learn from the situation. Exactly. And it's it, not mischievous. And she, and she gets a good feeling out of it. Because either, whether she stays or not, she still feels accomplished. It wasn't feel like she was ran over, and that's her problem. She's feeling insecure. You don't let no man take your insecurity because he never gave it to you. She should do like Ronald Osley, pack her bags, and while she at it, call the cab. And on what that note. Show. What a show. And on that note, oh my God. thank you all so much for listening yes, to Outspoken. For Jordan Johnson joining us on the show, as always. For Mr. Vincent himself. My man, <laughs> the New England Patriots fan. Yes, himself. Yes, Mr. Dallas, you better you better represent me right, man. You better you better say it with some pride. But no, but but in all seriousness, man, thank you so much for joining the no show, problem. man. You was here last time, and you're here today, man. Thank you also. Thank you so much for joining for my co-host, uh, Tony Hall. Yes, yes, thank yes. you so much. It's me. As always. So real quick, Vincent, man, since you're on the show, man, where can they reach you at on social media if you haven't? I don't do uh, I don't do social media. See, don't have social what? media. Here's the thing. Good I for know, you. I know we're done with the show. We are. We are done. <laughs> Guys, you don't do social media. That makes my heart just happy for some reason. Well, speaking of social media, Tony, where can they reach you on social media? Oh, I do social media. You can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at TMH830. You can find me on Snapchat at Glasses and Pub. Um... You can find me on IG, which I do get on a lot, uh, at TMH830. Okay, cool, cool. And you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Andre Davis. You can follow me on Twitter at that underscore man underscore Dre. Thank you all so much for joining. For my co-host, Tony Hall, for Vincent, for Jordan, I am Andre Davis. You have been listening to Outspoken, and we will see you next time. Peace. Bye-bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.